Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cloud and Clear. My name is David Carter with SADA, and I lead our digital assets and Web3 practice here at SADA. And today I am joined by Chris Sharp from the team at Block Damon, who serves as CTO. Chris and audience, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for doing this with us. Uh, no, my, my pleasure. Thanks so much, David, for having me. I really appreciate it. Today's topic centers on Web3, why it matters, and how Blockchain supports the ecosystem through partnership. Chris, before we dig deeply into, into that topic in particular, um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you came to, uh, to your leadership role at Blockchain. It's relatively recent. Um, I joined the Blockchain team in May of 2022. Uh, prior to that, um, I had spent, uh, I think, like 22 years at, at Apple and uh, from 2013 onward building uh, the Apple Pay platform. Um, there was just, uh, you know, I think, you know, in, in hindsight, I guess they say it's sort of hard to connect the dots looking forward. But when you look back, I can see this sort of clear uh, path to where I am now and how I got here. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's fairly interesting. There's not you know, I would never have anticipated this in any way, shape, or form. But I think um, you know, part of building the Apple Pay platform meant that I got you know really sort of deeply into the weeds on some really interesting things around digital identity and and security. Um, and you know, I don't know, somewhere around the 2016 timeframe, I attained I attended this sort of workshop, uh, blockchains in the web, or something to that effect at, at at MIT. And it was just my mind was was blown. And I think ever since then, I've really just wanted to figure out a way to sort of figure out how to, to, to do this thing that I've been so, so, so passionate about. And you know, ultimately, when when I started talking to, to Constantine and some of the other leaders at, at Block Demon, I was just blown away and, and thought, wow, this is this is a, you know, an incredible you know, opportunity of a lifetime. I, I really can't you know, pass up. I get to work on, you know, work on what I've been doing personally and now as professional and work and play and everything gets get thrown together and, and well, they're going to pay me for it even too. So that was awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And one of the, one of the things I find too is the, the level of excitement um, particularly in 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 this ecosystem, as it relates to what becomes possible as we build great tools, um, and 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 particularly services that support organizations that truly want to take these ideas seriously, that uh, is what really gets me excited. The difference that I know these tools can can actually make. Um, so so with that in mind, then why don't we why don't we really try to set the stage for, you know, why. Uh, Web three really matters, and then ultimately, like how Block Daemon supports that that ecosystem. When we hear the term Web three, and and everyone sort of has their own definition for what that means, and 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 how they think it applies to their organization or their work. Um, how do you? How does Block Daemon uh, approach Web three in particular, and 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 does does Block Daemon even um, take a real uh, definitive approach to how they define the term Web three? Yeah, I mean, great question. Um, I mean, you know, like, you know, any um, distributed or even decentralized organization, I think, depending on who you ask with the company, you're going to get some some amount of, of different answers. But, you know, as a company, we look to enable all of the great ideas, right? So we support over, I think, 60 plus different blockchains. And, you know, look at the number of just absolute 
amazing, super smart people that are working in this space, and you and you amplify that by making the, the connectivity to those capabilities, you know, a single, straightforward, easy to use, highly available, very secure, uh, risk managed sort of connection, and you can start to see how um, we're kind of an enabler, right? We're we're going to amplify the good ideas across many different spaces and try to help, uh, you know, connect institutions to blockchains in ways that you know, would have required a lot of like very technical, very hard to find, especially, you know, in, in these days, like very difficult, hard to find resources. We we actually have, you know, an army of like crypto nerds that are, you know, doing research and publishing papers and looking at things. Uh, and so these are the these are the resources we really bring to bear uh, as a company looks to partner and, and get into into these things. So um, I, I feel like for me, the definition of Web3 is is really taking advantage of, of the sort of trustless, uh, decentralized, um, you know, unstoppable, uh, you know, really financially inclusive platforms that, that the broader community is building. I love it. I love it. Um, the, 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 the thing that often gets me excited, particularly when it comes to these types of tools and services, is this notion that um, we all understand that these are open and iterative platforms and services. And as these you know, products improve over time, the sharing in them between ecosystems is almost mandatory. Like we have to grow and get better together. And I love that being a part of the way people think about organizing themselves. You know, to, to my mind, um, Web3 allows that. And, and tools like, uh, particularly when we talk about blockchain into to our clients and customers, the the thing that we often say is that blockchain is a springboard to taking advantage of blockchain ecosystems in any capacity, and and that seems to you know to to, to resonate really well, and certainly I think to my mind resonates well with that um, Web three philosophy. Yeah, David, I love I love the way you're framing that. Yeah, hundred percent agree. So, you know. You know, we're, we're talking a little bit about like the definitional terms here, but I, but I think maybe it's important for us to talk about like what it means to be building crypto optimized infrastructure and like how that actually applies to to some use cases. Like, is there a is there a story that like you're you're willing or able to share where you could describe a particular use case or a particular client case study that might showcase a use case maybe that people aren't necessarily thinking about or or or, or maybe even one that's been executed particularly well. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. Um, you know, I think I think some of the things that are sort of front and center for me are, um, you know, things around multi-party computation. Um, you know, for for years, um, you know, I built secure applications using you know somewhat legacy HSMs, and uh, with with our acquisition of CPUR, there's just this whole new way of doing things that um, is just so so exciting because. You know, at its heart, it's a super generic technology. And so wherever you need any kind of digital signing operation, you can effectively make this uh, so that there's, you know, multiple people and backups and, um, you know, and, and, and create thresholds and create, you know, policies that are, are very powerful. And so, you know, as you look towards the future... Um, you know, I can imagine, I can imagine clients, um, you know, existing clients of CPR and, and new clients of Blockteam and being really excited about that. Um, you know, there's obviously, um, you know, a, a lot of excitement around um, our staking API and, you know, how different customers will, will use that and take advantage of it. And, you know, we've been very thoughtful about that. We've, we've taken, 
we've taken our time to some degree, but I think we uh, have done that in a way that uh, will, will not only be you know really scalable, but any kind of investment that companies make in that API, you know, as we roll out additional support for protocols, they're gonna they're gonna see um, you know div- that's gonna pay dividends, right? And we think that sets us way ahead of our competitors. Now, when when you think about like, because what I'm what I'm loving about the way you're describing this is that you're not being industry specific at all, because the use cases for this really don't fall within a specific industry. Like these are the same kinds of problems that every single organization that does any type of transaction, really between any ecosystem, whether it's B two B or B two C, between institutions and and private corporations, like nonprofits, even like any institution that wants to to perform trusted uh, transactions that are auditable and and um, even regulated can do it through these ecosystems yeah no exactly and you know we have you know we have these amazing um, UX researchers and, a, and an incredible UI team and you know we're really just trying to look at things from the perspective of you know we're not solving things just for you know, VCs or just for exchanges or, you know, B2B or just, you know, but also B2B to C. And, and, and so really what we're trying to do is, as I said earlier, is create, you know, plat- a platform that, you know, with a single integration creates this, this enabling capability. And then, then we bring the expert, the experts and, and the resources to make it so that that transition from web two to web three uh, is, is more straightforward and, and that companies themselves don't have to deal with some of the idiosyncrasies, you know, at, at their heart of hearts, a lot of these blockchain clients are they're open source and they have varying degrees of maturity. And so the ability to run them at an enterprise level and with the kind of security and reliability that we have is, is really the magic, right? And so companies that attempt to do this on their own certainly can do it, but it just requires a lot of, of time and hard learning in some cases. Now, that's, that's fair. And sort of speaking to that transition, right? So, you know, as, as organizations move from you know, platforms and services that they, you know, that they, they know into these, you know, these web three ecosystems. Um, I would imagine that there's, there's probably an adoption process that you're bearing witness to. Like, how would you encourage companies that are thinking about taking advantage of, or thinking about the, the use cases for these tools? Like, how would you encourage them to go about sort of taking their first steps? You know, I love our, what we call our ubiquity API. Um, so it's essentially a blockchain agnostic API. You know, as, as someone that comes from a development background, you know, for me, the proof in the pudding, so to speak, is always looking at the the API docs. And, you know, that was literally like on day one, I was like, oh, this is great. I got to build a client and see how this stuff works. Um, that's going to be the way I think, you know, certain people within certain parts of an organization start to sort of understand the depth and the breadth that we bring. And then, you know, once you open that hood and you start looking underneath a little bit, you know, maybe there are some scenarios where you might need some blockchain specific capabilities, uh, in which case, again, the ubiquity API that doesn't only support the agnostic sort of, you know, blockchain agnostic side of the interface, it also supports the, the raw and native side of things. So if there are things you need to do to get down and get, get underneath the hood a little bit, you can do that as well. But again, the, the thing that we think that we're, we're pretty proud of is, you know, the reliability and scalability. We have some pretty big clients that are, that are coming through that or just seeing massive adoption. Uh, we're seeing a massive number of, of you know, transactions per second um, in terms of, of load there. And, and the system hums. It, it works. And, and, and the engineers that have designed it, um, again, from my experience, are, are world class. So it's, it's something I'm super proud of. Yeah. 
Well, as a customer, I can tell you right now, uh, I have had that exact experience. So, you know, I realized that, as, you know, as partners, we get to work together to solve problems for customers and, and problems for each other. Um, but I, I've also had a chance to take advantage of this ecosystem outside of, of my capacity at SADA and some of my previous history. And, uh, you know, I can say firsthand that working with uh, your engineering teams have been fantastic. Like this speaks really well to Black Demon's capabilities. And, 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 and one of the things that I find to be um, not just insightful, but, but really hopeful is that um, this community, the community that your team has, has built, is leading the way on getting good at managing and addressing blockchain infrastructure and services around them. But I, I would say that, like broadly speaking, like the like the the majority of folks out there who encounter terms like blockchain and Web three, they they see things from a very limited perspective. Usually, they get a fifteen second or maybe a one minute soundbite, and oftentimes it's about the hype cycle. Whether you know you know number go up or you know everything's crashing and it's you know everything's terrible, you know, like how like how would you like how would you try to um, characterize right the state of where this industry is right now and maybe what you you know like what you're hopeful for coming you know coming soon yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a great question um you know i think if you look back and people always say it's like look back at the early days of the internet you know um and and whatnot i i think we are at the at, we are at the beginning here um you know, it, it is a, it is a, it is a new paradigm. There is a hype cycle and there's a lot of people that don't really understand, you know, the true benefits, you know, for me, when I think about, um, you know, trustless systems, that's an incredibly powerful idea. Right. And, uh, and the ability to, uh, you know, and, and, you know, some of the DeFi protocols that are being, being built, you know, you read the Uniswap V3 white paper and it's such an elegant, simple concept that, you know, any you know fifth grade math student could really understand but but it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant and you put these things together uh and they unleash this sort of financial inclusion and and sort of democratizing of financial services that that is the is the promise you know and, and that said you know things are wallets are hard to use and we don't have a lot of interoperability between the blockchains and there's you know incredible uh researchers actually we've got rafael within the block team and team is doing a lot of research in this cross blockchain uh uh communication and relay and and just incredible work um he's a phd student and and so it's just there's a lot of big bright minds working on this and and if you look today you know, if I were to say, you know, hey, mom, um, you know, I'd really love it if you could do X, Y, or Z. Um, some of those things are going to be more difficult now than they will be in the future, right? And so I think the promise is there, the focus is there, the incredible, incredibly smart people that are working in this space are there. And we just, you know, people are going to be, you know, dialed into making things, you know, easier and easier and, and, and safer and safer, you know, um, Another another area for for places where I, I can see there being improvement is is key management. You know, like the the sort of twelve word mnemonic that we're all used to for the hierarchical you know wallets is is cool and it's helpful, but you know for you know a, a regular consumer maybe maybe there are ways that we can improve that and you know some of the multi party computation stuff and 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 whatnot that I was talking about before has the promise of helping us get to that that really like that, that amazing place where, where even key management is something that we're just not worried about anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say like, you know, I'm a, I'm a card carrying member of, you know, literally a phrase 
that I have to physically keep because yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Adam. Those are some wicked problems that we have yet to solve. And, 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 you know, I think going back to your earlier statement that this is a lot like the beginning of the internet, like in the year 2000 and 2001, high speed internet was still novel. It was still new. And the, even the way people connected wasn't always the same. And yeah. I, I think we're experiencing that very same thing now. Very exactly. Chris, thank you for that. So, you know, as you're, as you're talking about those, those wicked problems, uh, I, I want to focus more on blockchain, you know, or block, I'm sorry, block team's approach to, to solving those particular issues. One question I, I definitely want to cover here uh, is that, you know, like one of, the, one of the things you had mentioned earlier really centered around this notion of trustless architecture being a, a core component of uh, Web3 ecosystems. And fr from that point of view, that means that there has to be a lot of security and risk mitigation that's built into the way these products are built out. Could you maybe speak to how Blockdaemon addresses that particular concern for your customers and sort of maybe how you even approach it yourselves internally? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so there's, you know, we're, we're ISO certified. So, you know, um, you know, that's, that's one, you know, thing that's, it's a big feather in our cap, uh, you know, and as we're working with big customers, um, big banks, this is something that's really important. And so all of the processes in terms of, you know, business continuity and, you know, all of those, those fun things are things that like we've thought about and, and we have taken care of and we've had a third party, like, you know, sort of give us a stamp of approval. I think the other thing is, you know, uh, along with that are, you know, the sort of mundane, not, not mundane, but, but the things that we are doing constantly behind the scenes, we have um, some of the most brilliant, like security engineers I've ever worked with. And these folks are, you know, scanning our Git repositories, and they're looking at, you know, you know, cross, you know, site, you know, JavaScript injection -y kinds of things. Um, you know, they're, they're making sure that all of our IT infrastructure is, is, is secure and that, that only authorized folks are able to get access to things. Um, we've got a team of cryptographers that are looking at, you know, key management uh, services that, again, are going to build off of this investment we've made in multi-party computation so that uh, we're able to make claims uh, around how we handle some of the sensitive material um, uh, related to our validators and, and whatnot in ways that we think, you know, blow our competition out of the water. Uh, and then you have all this, the, the sort of front-end stuff, the, the, the login and the TLS and, you know, access to the APIs and, and, and whatnot that is, you know, uh, you know, just part of the course and, you know, most uh, SaaS companies are doing. But we, we, we don't only just have the basics, but we've got a bunch of things that are happening in the background. Uh, in addition to, uh, you know, sort of having sort of an insurance for slashing. And so people that stake with uh, Blockdaemon uh, can sort of just leave it to us and and we'll take care of things whether it's you know the, the very you know beginning and the onboarding to the monitoring to the to the reaction we've got um a group of people we call our protocol specialists that are literally looking at the discord channels uh looking at um you know all of the different sort of community insights and are staying on top of these you know over 60 different blockchains so that our customers don't have to Right. You know, we, we've had engineers um, in the past that actually helped protocols fix some of their 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 their, their bugs. Right. And have jumped in because that's the depth and breadth of the knowledge that, that these folks have. And so it's really uh, it's really a, a full stop, a full, a full stop shop. Like people come to us, they connect to us with one integration uh, and they're getting all of these things uh, kind of in the background. Um, and it's something that we're all actually very proud of because each of the individuals that's working on these different protocols is really 
personally and professionally very invested in in helping the community. We try to give back from an open source perspective. We try to make sure that we're being as, as transparent in any kind of learnings that we have. Um, but these these are the things that benefits all of our institutional and, and business partners that that, that trust um, trust us when when they um, you know kind of, kind of come on board with us. I love it. Uh, in, in in particular, the notion that this is a continually growing space, like that, like that. This work is not complete, and there's and there's so much more to do. Quite frankly, uh, like it, like yep. I, I never wake up uh, in this space and and feel like uh, there's less to do tomorrow than there was to do today. <laughs> No, and the, the the blockchain nodes are 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 a beast. Um, these are hard things to deal with. Um, we've got uh, one engineer on our, on our team. His, his name is Guillaume. He's working on a feature called Smart Routing, uh, and this is this absolutely brilliant capability of of really connecting to a variety of different nodes and looking at their health and deciding sort of intelligently how to make sure we can service these requests uh, as quickly and as accurately as possible. So again, there's a lot of things that, that we're doing in the background to, to really make these services as, as scalable and as reliable as possible. So speaking of that, that partnership component that you had, you had mentioned earlier, Chris, um, you know, like with, with partnerships that, that Black Payment possess with folks like CryptoCompare, for example, like how do you think about the, the notion of helping and support clients quite literally building blockchain infrastructure on top of layer zero and layer one platforms. Like how does blockchain even approach those kinds of situations? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all like, we, we all deeply believe in the promise of these decentralized, um, you know, networks. And so, you know, where there's a way that we can lend a hand in terms of the, the knowledge and, and whatnot, I think, you know, I think we try to, uh, um, you know, we obviously try to make a big investment in, you know, an API first approach and making sure that, you know, we codify literally all of the things that we've learned into, um, you know, things that, that engineers can access programmatically so that people don't have to, you know, uh, go, go through that learning process. But, you know, for, for key customers and for, um, you know, for places where we want to, we want to really lean in, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people all the time, you know, um, brainstorming with, with folks in different parts of the world on, on, you know, how can we take some of the, the financial inclusion and, and, uh, and whatnot and, and share some of the ideas that, you know, may be terribly obvious to the people that are in the space, but if you're not in the space, then, you know, it, it could take, there's a period of time where you have to get up to speed where you have those, those big aha moments. And, and, and we're happy to do that. Well, that's certainly been my experience with Black Damian. So I, I come from a, a previous crypto project where we had a chance to, to, to work with your team as a client. And I have to tell you, um, the things that you brought up without even uh, prompting, which is that you've engaged ecosystems in helping them solve their actual node issues and, and bugs in their code. Um, I'd experienced that directly from your team. So uh, I did, did oh, yeah, wonderful appreciate it. Absolutely experienced that. And, and quite frankly, um, those are the kinds of like, you know, what I would call like core and principle values that help make it really easy to interact with, you know, with companies like Blockdaemon. So that's, that's, I love it. I love it. David, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I love to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's true. So it makes it easy. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about what's what's next. So you know, from a, from a practical perspective, I, I'm interested about 
like some of the things that you're most excited about coming out of Block Daemon, maybe coming out of the industry. Like you had mentioned a whole lot of those core challenges and, and problems that that we all possess, but the industry itself needs to, to help solve. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear um, as much as you're allowed to share, um, you know, what, what, yeah. what's on the horizon for, for, for Block Daemon? And then ultimately, what, you know, what, are you, what are you excited about um, as far as what's on the horizon for Web3 in, in general? Sure. I mean, on the block team in front, um, I mean, the, the team has, has been been scrappy and and rolled their sleeves up and, you know, getting 60 protocols out. I mean, I mean, it's just it's this phenomenal work. Right. And so um, really, um, I'm sitting on on the shoulders of giants. Right. And, and, you know, my goal as CTO is really to just refine and take take things sort of to the next level. And you know, if you look at our, at our different products, we've got you know, we've got an on-ramp that, that goes from fiat to cryptocurrency and you know, taking that. And as I mentioned, you know, some of my experience at Apple was around security and identity and whatnot. And so, you know, trying to trying to figure out how we can weave some of those stories and, and really making that not only as secure, but also super easy to use. Uh, the status quo today in the industry is that some of these things are, you know, they're going to ask you to pull out a, a picture of your this and take a picture of that. And, you know, some of these things are, are okay, but I think there might be, you know, better ways to, to solve some of those problems. You look at our staking business and, you know, really, really, you know, leaning in on, on making sure that companies, exchanges in particular, can you know access some of these things in in, in a single single API, you know, in some cases, um, that's that's super important to us. Um, making sure that we're really thinking about not just uh, you know sort of checking boxes, but really going across all of our products and services and making sure that these things are well thought out and the things are, and the dots are connected across the different verticals, right? Um, when you look at um, you know things like liquid staking, um, super exciting, super, you know super super exciting for us. And I think you know when I look more broadly, that sort of dovetails in, into my views on where I I sort of see things going. Um, you know I, I'll, I'll I'll call it DeFi for all, but like you know um, you know the the over collateralization um, now for for loans as an example is good, but I think we can do better. Um, you know, uh, areas of liquidity, as, as I mentioned, are, are, are potentially, you know, interesting. Staking is great, but like, you know, if you were to tell the average customer that they, they have some sort of unbonding period, they might not understand that. Like, and there's no metaphor in the real world. Like, if I go uh, and do something, like I'm expect to be able to, you know, get, get, that, get that right back and use it somewhere else and whatnot. And so doing that and then, and then really kind of looking around the corner so to speak, and, and connecting these things, right? You know, once you have the, you know, liquid staking token, how do you make sure that you can do something with that and making it so that institutions can more easily connect that back into all of the innovative DeFi protocols that are that are currently being built? And right now we're we're in this this sort of you know crypto winter bear market kind of kind of thing. And you know, our our view is this that we're we're heads down building. And um, we've we, we've got an incredible team. We've got people focused on things. And you know, as as the market changes and turns, we're going to be you know in this really fantastic place to you know come out and show the world all the things that we're totally heads down on. Uh, as far as like more forward looking things, you know, I mentioned DeFi for all. I can also see there being you know this this sort of you know, a second wind in, in, on, in NFTs and true 
digital ownership and the, the really amazing user experiences you can get when you start to mix and match physical world and, and digital world uh, user experiences. And then there's just a whole host of things there that I see, um, you know, getting easier and better and, and, and more user friendly, you know, at the end of the day. I think finally, um, you know, you, you may see, you know, things in terms of actually the, the original uh, thesis of being sort of a medium for exchange. And, you know, especially in, in highly inflationary environments, I could imagine, you know, that, that there would be a natural incentive for people to start, start to adopt those things. And, you know, in some cases, it's been a bit of a chicken and the egg, right? You know, until, until you can, you know, use it somewhere, you kind of just have to hold on to it. And I could see, you know, that changing and changing perhaps even more quickly than we can imagine. And once we do, that just unlocks a massive amount of, uh, of value um, and, and financial inclusion. It pulls a whole host of, of folks worldwide into the digital fold here that we just haven't seen in, in I don't think, in our generation, honestly. I mean, I think this, this is a big thing. It's a game changer. Agreed, agreed. Wow, Chris, really, really insightful. Thank you so much for, for being willing to... to share this with me here, here at SADA and on Fondalia. This is a, like to, to my mind, like I, 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 like what gets me so excited is, is that I know for a fact that this is the right, like these tools, these, this way of thinking about delivering and supporting the speed of economic energy, being able to be accessible by all, like that this is quite literally the beginning of that journey. And I like, I can't see, I can't wait to see what becomes possible because of that. And I'm so glad that, that you and your organization are working on these problems. So thank you for, for sharing that with us. And I, I just want to say that, um, you know, being a partner with, with Black Damon is, is uh, absolutely an honor here at SADA. Um, we absolutely uh, appreciate that partnership with you. And um, we look forward to seeing what comes next. Well, thank you so much for having me. And, and you know, so, so I, you know just, a, just as a final comment, you know, you use the word partner. And, and that's really, that sums it up really well, because, you know, when, you, when you're a partner, you have ideas that are flowing in both directions. And that's been the real benefit to us is being able to, you know, be at the table with, with you know, giants and, and get help and, and, you know, be connected to resources. So very much appreciate being here. And, and thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.